There's actually a little moment in my career when uh, one of the guys from Westlife, I, I suggested a line and he said it was too cheesy. So that was... Oh that, my god. I think that's what I like to call rock bottom now. Uh, <laughs> I'm Elle Devine and you're listening to Growing Pains. Today I'm joined by a professional sad boy, JC Stewart. JC is my lovely friend and label mate and probably the perfect soundtrack to your heartbreak. <laughs> He's like seriously one of the most gorgeous velvety voices I've ever heard and now we get to listen to him for about half an hour speaking. Yes. <laughs> so, Accent's woo. not as good. Speaking voice doesn't <laughs> no, work as well. I love, I love, I love that. <laughs> so but thanks man, thanks for coming Thanks for down. having us. Yeah, I'll tell you just a bit about what this is. Um, as you know, I'm a singer-songwriter. My main inspiration when it comes to songwriting are my experiences navigating through adolescence. So I thought it would be a cool idea to invite friends, family, and just generally cool people down at the recording studio and chat about their own coming-of-age stories. Sick. Yeah, so to break the ice, we ask everyone to <laughs> bring a horrible photo. Well, not horrible necessarily, <laughs> but an imba- like a yeah. photo of them when... <laughs> They were a teenager. There's, there's oh my god! The photo, see. the photo to end all okay, photos. Okay, so right, I when was a, this? Yeah, I, so I don't know. I think it was like when I was thirteen or fourteen, and I had to dig through my photos of me in Facebook, the bit where like, people have tagged you and stuff. <laughs> I haven't seen that photo in a long just time. Press backwards. <laughs> and it's just, it's, it's, it's bringing me back, bringing me back to the days you, of the Bieber haircut. Yeah, I was just, I was we literally got, just about to flick. say. I literally had like a neck twitch because I was just... flicking my hair so much. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm not even joking. I wish I was. It was just a Bieber big influence because, mate, you've, actually, <laughs> you've literally, I've, I in... don't know if that's a filter, but you've got a purple t-shirt on, I feel like, or lilac or something. Maybe uh, that's a filter. I it don't know. It, it looks like a dodgy. But you've got one of those like filter, you've got but... one of those like American apparel like hoodies that oh, you used yeah, to yeah. wear, and you've got the beaver cut, Look, and you've got Beats headphones around your neck. Look, I was a cool kid, right? <laughs> and no, I think my defense, I had long hair before Bieber was a big thing. Really? And I cut my hair just before Bieber cut his hair, and everyone was oh, like, "You're man. copying Justin Bieber." I'm like, "Nah, I did it at least three weeks before he did." So you started the, the Bieber hair. You did I? Did I make Bieber? Justin Bieber? I don't know. You decide. You decide. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I was, I was not, I was not a cool kid. No, I but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so who was that person in the photo then? If you could I describe was, that person. I wanted, believe it or not, wanted to be a rugby player, even looking like that. Oh, really? I wanted to be a rugby player, but um, me and issue was I wasn't very good at playing rugby. So that was a stumbling block. Okay, was that was that heartbreaking moment? That was heartbreaking. Because <laughs> I remember I was like a winger and I scored like one try in three years. And I was like, mm, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe right. this is done. But I also, like, I think I was doing musical theatre at the time. Because okay. it was like the only way. Very different were, things. Yeah, but I was like a singer. And that was the only thing I was half good at. And the only yeah. way when you're that age that I could think of to yeah, do was you like Finn from Glee kind yeah of. <laughs> yeah but it was never like my mum made me go and I hated it and she sent me to piano lessons hated it guitar lessons hated it drum lessons hated oh really it. Hated but, you're, it all. but you're like really good at all those things now so I only started playing when I was like 14 or 15 okay. so I just like finally it was I, I didn't like cool music either so I loved the script and I just started rip, cool. just no, ripping script songs on the piano songs. oh they're amazing so but good. I mean it's not you know Bob Dylan but we learned we, we listened to that after, so yeah. it was good. And where did you grow up, for people that don't know? So I grew up in a town called Maharafelt in County Derry in Northern Ireland. Oh. So it's like halfway between Derry City and Belfast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I spent some time in the north coast of Ireland. Okay. But all kind of, I grew up on like a farm in the middle of nowhere, oh, really? essentially. It was cool. Like a full farm with like well, animals Yeah, like we lived right beside my grandparents' farm. And then we had animals in our farm as well. So we cute. had chickens. Which we called Nugget and Curry and Goujon and Horrible Things. Nugget, Curry and Goujon, yeah, no. Yeah, it was awful, but... Um, Wait, were they, were they for eggs, though? 
They eat war for eggs at the start. Okay, don't let's yeah. not <laughs> you know, nah, talking about growing of age. Yeah, no, um, but not nugget. You no, know, um, yeah, and the nugget nugget had to go sadly. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I grew up so like I spent a bit of time in Belfast, but mostly just lived That's in so my, nice. my hometown for until I was nineteen. Yeah. I think. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. And rugby was that a big thing there? Or? Yes, it's Ireland. It's the only thing we're good at. So oh, really? Like, yeah, my dad I don't even know that much. But I don't know. Yeah, about well, my so. my dad was a rugby player, so oh, and okay, I cool. we used to watch rugby, and then I was so. the next thing you do is you play rugby at school. Yeah. And so then, what did he think of musical theatre and stuff like that? Uh, he, I don't know if he, I, I've never actually asked him. I, I doubt he ever really understood it. I'm right. sure he was like, <laughs> my mum was like, well, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, but now, now he loves music because he, he always loved live music. And now like, even we were at yeah. Amory on Sunday night and I didn't yeah, expect, I, I didn't expect him to love Amory. He's like, that's the best thing I've really? seen. I'm like, dad's oh. an Amory fan now. Strange. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. But, that was a bit 2002. Yeah. Oh, he was loving it. He was like, dancing on the hood in the bed. Um, <laughs> He was loving it, but yeah, oh, no, so uh, no, they love it now. Like literally every other show, they're like, "Where are you playing next week?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm in uh, Paris." They're like, "All right, cool, we just booked flights." I'm like, "Oh, no, it's not what I meant." Cool, no, cool, I cool. Love cool. That. No, My dad's cool. exactly the same. My yeah. dad like has to come to every single show. Uh, like every other show. Like, I say, there's two or three shows every tour. Where it's like, really? the parents there tonight? Yes, they are. You should, so, you should yeah. bring them along. You should get them like. Yeah, get them on stage. On the I think yes. I'm just gonna get them a job. Quite honestly, yeah. get them to do. Get dad to start teching or something. I don't know, but yeah. What do you think that person in that photo like what made them different to everyone else apart from the fact that you started like Bieber's look apart from that it was obviously that was a big deal um I don't know I didn't really at school I didn't really like, I wasn't like the cooler popular kid I didn't really stand out that much I, I just was kind of doing my thing and I didn't like yeah. I didn't really like school very much it was like I did school and I but music was very much outside of school so I think this right. is just when I was discovering that I wanted to do music in some sort of way. And your friends didn't know about like you kept it a secret. No, much. I didn't keep it. Like everyone knew I was a singer and did like musical mm. theater and stuff. Cause okay. I mean, you knew musical theater. That's so, quite a loud and brash thing, isn't it? So sorry. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> that's that... interesting though. Yeah, because you do expect like the person who does music to be like the attention seeker, center of attention kind of person. Yeah. But I feel like I was the same. Like I was like so embarrassed that I did music and didn't want to be yeah. like, hey, look at me. I wasn't even embarrassed. I just didn't really. I just it was very separate because obviously your life is school when you're that age. So I was yeah. in school. I'm playing rugby and getting disappointed because I wasn't very good at rugby, but then I had this whole other weird yeah. life that was just different. But I didn't, like, well, I, I talked about it a bit, but it was just, mm-hmm. like, a different thing. And that's kind of always how it ended up happening. It was, like, two very separate lanes, and then I just started missing yeah, school. And so I was just like, yeah, yeah, screw school. But I, I finished school and did the whole thing, but it was always, well like, the outside. <laughs> what no. did you do at school? What, um, I did, I'm trying to think for A-level, what I, did. I did history, religion, and music. And then I did. No way. I, I did history and yeah. religious studies. I, I actually I loved, loved, it. loved it, right? I was it was gonna, good. Those were like my favorite subjects. Yeah, I did for A-level, I did, um, yeah, history and religious studies. And I fucking loved it. It was so, it was good. so good. Oh, me, and, me and my music teachers didn't really get on, but. Yeah, I didn't do music. I was so shit at music at school. No, I got, I got, they like, told me not they to They failed me in composition, which yeah. I, I laugh at. And I was like, yeah, I got failed for the writing bit of it. But, um, right. and then, yeah. <laughs> did you go to university? Yeah. I didn't. No, I did I... I did one year of terrible. Oh, years. really? My mum got the certificate last week. Wow. Her proudest did you moment. you uni? Did international relations and Arabic. Wow. I know, I don't speak any Arabic. I'm not one bit. That is, so like, it was unsuccessful. the biggest plot twist I've ever... Yeah. That is so cool, man. <laughs> it was unsuccessful. But I did one year and then was like... What made you want to do that? Uh, I needed to move to England and yeah. the way I did that was by getting a student loan and so I did that and I didn't want to study music because I hated it at A level 
So you, you were much smarter than me. I literally just winged it and had. <laughs> <laughs> I had like yeah, not much money. Like, I had not even enough money. It lasted me four months. But yeah, yeah, no. So I kind of <laughs> I just came here and was like student, but well, now I'm in a lot of debt. Yeah. So it's uh, oh, well. it's good. I'm yeah. sure you'll be paying that back very soon. <laughs> I know you were saying you you didn't stand out or anything like that, but if. You know on Mean Girls, you know when they have... They I've never ma- seen Mean Girls, is that awful? Girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't fucked them up, what the hell? That's great, that, <laughs> right. that is like one of the... I was, I'm going to have to go watch Mean Girls. One of right. the most important coming of age movies okay. ever. Icon- oh, Mean Girls are so good. Okay, but basically, there's like this really iconic scene where um, the main character like is shown... It's basically like a, a map of um, where everyone in school like sits, like where <laughs> all different cliques sit. Okay. Um you got your JV jocks, your yeah, <laughs> yeah, nerds, yeah. that's what they call it. That's what they say on it. But um, I, I was gonna, I was wondering, like, what table would you have sat at I'm, I, I, in I school? Kind of like, went what between a couple of tables. Like, so I was at the, it went in with the rugby crowd at the start, okay. obviously. And then I kind of went more to the music crowd, who've ended up being, like, my mates to this day yeah. from school. Who've, like, there were kind of, like, there was, like, a few rockers. There was, like, the guy who played in Mass, you know? It was, like, like okay, weird. So we were all just, like... I, but this was like later on I kind of just but I kind of moved between them a little yeah. bit and still some of my best mates are from the rugby crowd and stuff but I kind of yeah because I was kind of in both and, and neither sometimes so you, you know, in between like, jocks and I think are they called hot I definitely band wasn't a jock I was definitely geek. not in the, the top echelon of the jock level okay, let's put it so that you way sexy band geek then <laughs> yeah but with with Baptiste and Weird Bieber here so it was like it didn't <laughs> really go very well yeah <laughs> so we were teenagers like a while ago now. And so, I feel, it feels yeah. like yesterday. I, f- I think I'm still 14 in my head. Yeah, so it's same. not ideal. But What do you think has changed like the most since we were teenagers? I think social media has got to be right. Because yeah. Instagram wasn't really a thing yeah. as much when we were growing up. I think it was like, we were like 15 or 16 or 15 or 16. So. But even then it took a while to get off yeah, the ground. Even yeah, Snapchat yeah. was starting to come in. What about, yeah, like YouTube and stuff. Did that help? Did you... Yeah, I did bits. But How I did always... it change? How did social media like change your... Um, I'm trying. I was never very good at it. Northern Ireland, it was never a thing. It was like there was a massive indie band scene, which I that's what then yeah. I wanted to be involved with. Was the, and it was probably yeah. similar in Newcastle. Yeah, so right? I was just about to say that's so yeah. similar in Newcastle. I found you could not make pop music. No, right. So I mean, I was co-writing songs at the age of sixteen, which is like, nah, nah, don't uh, do that. So I was like, but no, it's all the indie bands who played. They're all my best mates now, so it's class. But cool. they all kind of. It was just one sound, and it was like two door cinema club ish. It was that time where they yeah. came out of Northern Ireland, and a lot of bands were trying to do that. That's cool. It's just, cool to have those influences, though. Yeah, no, it was amazing, but it was yeah, pop music wasn't a thing, yeah. you know, not at all. So, did um, you, were you into pop? Did you want? To yeah, into that's all. Well, I, I, it was just all I could do. I yeah. wasn't cool enough to be indie. I wasn't rock enough to be indie, yeah. and I wasn't like deep enough to be the weird singer song I don't know actually well, I wanted I wanted to do more than you're just a bit be weird the, I, I'm joking yeah. <laughs> no but I wanted to be more than just the guy playing acoustic guitar and doing yeah. that so it was kind of like I was trying trying to find this outlet and I did a lot of terrible things terrible <laughs> terrible songs to try and figure out what it was what's but, your okay, what's your worst song oh my first I'll song I ever put out was a cover song. of where is the love that's by, not bad though. Wait, oh no, no it was cheesy like you, you don't know and then the first song I ever put out was a song called free Free. Yeah. That you wrote. Yeah. That sounds. That's a. That's. It was. A you know what? It was it. okay. It was. My all right. song is called Pussycat, and you don't want to. I don't. You don't want to no. know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's. Yeah. Wow. That's fair. never coming out. I can't believe I just said that, and everyone knows about that now. I. That's gonna have to be at the end of this podcast. So <laughs> no. uh, stay tuned, folks. The, you know who you are. Actually, I'm gonna shout out Jordan Riley. Jordan He's a Riley. part of that mess. Oh, I'm gonna get this off. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm texting <laughs> no, him after no, this. No, no. <laughs> Okay, so what was your most embarrassing moment as a teen? 
Oh, I actually know this. I know this. So, I just, I think I was 13 or 14. I mean, there's, there's, there's probably worse things that happen, but this is one that always sticks out. And we've been playing, playing rugby in February and we're covered in mud, coming off the pitch. And I knew my mum's car was there, so I just went. I was tired, threw the bag into the boot. I was mud everywhere. I got in the car, was like, oh, in the seats. It's mud everywhere. I looked across. It wasn't my mum. It was just a random car. No. Yeah, I just walked oh, into a random God. car. Did you get in and we're like, hi, And mom. I just went, I just walked out again. I just Did walked through my mum. Like, no, it was just too quick. We was like, eh, eh, oh, yeah. And then God. just walked out. wasn't my mum. Walked into another car. So that, But that happens like once a week in my life at this point. <laughs> Did just, you ever find out who it was? No, I didn't ask. I, I, I think it probably was someone else's mum. I, I probably, I hope they were in a school car park, <laughs> so I'd like to think so. Um... So that was your most embarrassing moment, but yeah. what was a highlight? What was your teenage highlight? What was the best day of your teenage life? Ooh, best day of my teenage life? Um, oh, I actually remember this. When I was about 16, I applied for this thing where you could be a songwriter in London for a day. And I was like, this is it. Oh, this is what yeah. I want to do. And I and I forgot I'd applied for it and I got it. And we went to Rack Studios. And it was me and like 30 other people, producers and stuff. And it was Nile Rodgers and Rudimental. And what? we got to do a remix of like Freak. And I had never worked fuck? in London before. So it was like, I, pe- is I peaked so hard. I have never done a session like that How in my life. Then? 16. That's crazy. Have so, you worked with Algorithm since? Uh, nope. No, never. You so I to... peaked hard. I peaked real hard. Nah, you need to get you need No, to get I think, them. yeah. And I always go back to Abbey Road and be like, no, remember me? He'd be like, no, I don't. I'm like, yeah. I was no, apparently he's, he's a really No, like, he's a good, he's a nice guy. But he's like, we just sat and we he just talked to us about like being in like the Black Panthers and like all this stuff in his life and every story. And like talking about like the. That's a pretty huge moment. Did that influence? Studio 54 and stuff. Yeah. Did that influence you or like. Oh, massively. Yeah, that was kind of when I figured out that like songwriting was the thing I wanted to mm. do and that's why I wrote songs for other people for years before really? or during while I was doing this but before this kind of worked so when you when you like moved over to London to mm-hmm. go to uni and wanted to pursue music as well did yeah. were you thinking about writing for others was that yeah massively that was how I thought I was getting my way in and it kind yeah. of was how I got my way into kind of working with record labels and stuff yeah and that's like that's so awesome. I just I wrote for two years and didn't get any cuts and just really? like yeah it took me yeah, so but now long got Lewis yeah but it took so long and that's yeah. like that was all fluky stuff which is kind of how songwriting works I think a lot of the time it's just like you're like that one is the one you're like oh yeah cool. it's, yeah totally. um, and then once that happens then all yeah then open, you're fine crazy. but yeah it took a long so that's what I was doing I was doing the artist stuff as well released a couple of songs met my management did mm-hmm. all that stuff but yeah it took a while I feel like I've been oh, doing this crazy. for about seven years now so, yeah. which is like it's probably it's similar to you right yeah <laughs> It's crazy. That's so cool. Are you still doing that now then as well? Like- Bits and pieces. I mean, the last one I did, of all things, was actually in December. And it was uh-huh. one I couldn't turn down. And uh, Westlife needed some songs. No way! I went in the studio with That's Westlife. So and it was it was actually a low moment in my career when uh, one of the guys from Westlife, I, I suggested a line and he said it was too cheesy. So that was... Oh that, my god! I think that's what I like to call <laughs> rock bottom now. Uh, <laughs> what was the line, please? I can't remember. I just remember the song was like... <laughs> It's like that's just love was like the title that's just love it was it oh, was it. It, i've got on my phone i am in westlife on my phone which is amazing but that's so crazy yeah it wasn't what did your parents think of that were they not like what the westlife stuff yeah they're not big my parents love music but they don't like they don't go for the whole where i really got love westlife thing oh, okay. trying to think who they like like i remember the first song i ever listened to was hold i want to hold your hand by the beatles Mm-hmm. And there wasn't that much music in the house. There was, but there was only like, I just listened to that one CD over and over again. Oh yeah, i tell you something, I think you'll understand. When I say that something, I want to hold your hand, I want to 
was like um would you say the song or artist that defined your adolescence um there was a few i think it was it was really niche indie bands from like northern yeah. ireland and scotland but it was like biffy clyro and twin atlantic from scotland were the two. Oh, i used cool. to love them and then also the script like yeah. were they were like i do I've met them a couple of times since, and it's still like, oh my goodness. Yeah, did you, you opened up, did you open up No, my or? friend's band did, but I've like, they're, they're like, work a lot with them, so I've ended up being okay, around them a little bit, and it's still that's like, so that's cool. crazy, because those, the first two albums, they're like, still two of my favourite albums. Yeah. They're amazing. That, yeah, man. Some and then, there's like, so bands in Northern Ireland called like, More Than Conquerors, and Father Son, and then there's Snow Patrol, the Taylor yeah. Cinema Club, all the Northern Irish things. I loved Northern Irish music. You opened up with Snow Patrol band. though, right? Yeah, That's I, I toured with them and it was ridiculous. Yeah. How was that? It was just a dream come true. So every night, I remember one night he dedicated Chasing Cars to me and I was like, oh. No way. I, was, I literally lost legendary. it. I lost it. If I lay here, if I just lay One thing that I ask everyone is, what was a defining moment of your adolescence? The most pivotal moment. The most. I think it was everything that's kind of led up to now. I think was one thing when I was like fifteen, which was um, my mum sent me to this thing called the Making Music Workshop, and it was at mm. the Burnavon Theatre in Cookstown, which is nobody's ever heard. It's in the middle of nowhere in Northern Ireland, and there was this jazz musician, and he came in, and the idea was he, he taught you how to write songs, and okay. I'd never thought of writing a song before. Um, and we got put into bands and we all kind of he wrote in a board how the structure of a song how you did it and we wrote this song and I still remember it was called like New Generation or something and um, that was when I was like I kind of didn't see what the catch was I was like oh he just wrote a song that was really fun and I was like I want to keep doing that that yeah. felt like it felt like the most natural thing I'd ever done like it was hard but it wasn't like when I'd been playing sports or doing musical theatre where I was just like oh, I don't really yeah, it's fine. This was like, no, that's that's class. I love yeah, that. Yeah, that's really fun. So I did that. And then I think ever since then, I like started a band called Truth For Me after it, where I played the cajon and sang and had a guitarist oh, wow. with me. It was niche. It was very <laughs> niche. And then just was writing songs. Ever, like since then, it seems to have just been like, that's just what I've done yeah. since. And it was, it was just a random day in the summer where I went to this thing that I probably nearly didn't go to because it sounded rubbish. Yeah. And it was crazy. like, since then I've been writing and then that led me up to like, um, coming to London a couple of times, getting going to uni so I can move here to write, and then getting signed and literally to this in this room now. I think like it's like that, <laughs> everything's I think, led up to now. This podcast. This is it. This right. is it. Um, <laughs> but no, it's like yeah, I think it was definitely that day, which yeah, is crazy to think because it was just like the most random little small thing no, that definitely that was though. the one. And then moving um, from like a small town to like mm-hmm. the big VC. Yeah. Like, well, I, I went. I went. I went via Brighton. I lived in Brighton for a year and a half. That's cool. So that's where I went to I uni. I love Brighton. That's so nice. It was cool. It, that's when I had like my my shock. So I was living in holes really? for like a week, or, like first two weeks. And I was like, Don't ever do that. Like, what? No, it was rubbish. <laughs> but I, I met some really cool people and some absolute idiots as well. So it was like, 
but yeah, it was just I freaked out then, which yeah. meant, and then I was coming to London every day for a year and a half. By the time I moved to London, I was like so ready to live here yeah, that I never okay. went through the, ah, uh, so I'm in London. Like, teased, yeah, I was, I kind of built up into it yeah. and I just ended up, by the time I got here, I was just not able to sleep here instead of having to get the train back right. to Brighton every day. Totally. So I was cl- like, and I, London, I've got pictures all around my bedroom of London when I was Aww. a kid. Like it's where I wanted to live for sure. So, so I love it and it just feels natural That's and so super like homely. So Did you good. get to meet like other musicians as well at uni? Like yeah, you... like all my all my mates were like musicians there, and like we, I I would have played in church and stuff there, which mm-hmm. is like there was like a big rock band, so we all like played in the band, and like we're like learning about tracks and learning about like Ableton and like how to structure that sort of stuff and different. So I was like really techy, weirdly, but I still knew That's nothing cool. about That's so it. Useful, no. It was, like, and I still yeah. am terrible at it. But <laughs> like all all Same. the all the boys I met were like really good at it, so we just were able to learn from each other. And then I just got lucky in London. I knew a couple of people who hooked me up and then the people they hooked me up with hooked me up with other people and just slowly That's just kind of spidered out you know just gotta get amongst it yeah and it's tough because i know some people who like some of my friends do and it doesn't happen as quickly or as easy but it's just i don't know luck of the draw sometimes isn't it mm-hmm. but yeah i was super lucky oh, when i got here i'm glad you made it here i'm glad you made it here, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad I, made it here. Like, I don't think me working on a farm would have been <laughs> successful i definitely see you in some overalls and <laughs> no like i would be complaining the whole time <laughs> <laughs> if you could go back and tell um the boy that we saw in the photo that you showed yeah. us little justin bieber lookalike yeah <laughs> um, if you could go back and tell him like one thing give him a piece of advice or just or, or maybe even not a piece of advice just whatever what would you say um i'd say don't worry about success and that it doesn't matter Cause I still don't think I'm like successful now, but I'm just kind of doing exactly what I want to do, which is the most yeah. important thing. That's I like I make so a living nice. off doing something that I love, and I don't really That's care about that, right? But I don't really care about being the biggest thing in the world at the minute. I'm just like. Have well, a really good you will time be with that it. attitude though. I think that's the perfect no, but, like, way to think just, about it yeah I just I just really if I stayed here for the rest of my life I'd be so happy do you know what I mean <laughs> in like, this room in this yeah. exact room no, um, it's good vibe yeah, but yeah that um, don't be so cocky to teachers they're only trying their best <laughs> you know and True. yeah enjoy where you live a bit more because I used to just want to get out of my hometown so much Yeah, I hated true. it but now I go back and I'm like you know what it's alright it's okay and um, yeah just enjoy the journey man it's like yeah. <laughs> no but it's like it is all about enjoying i think i was actually with a producer last week and he said a really cool thing to me he's done the biggest stuff in the world and he's like it doesn't get better than this right now just sitting in a room chatting to people enjoying it hoping for the future but that the thing that you're hoping for doesn't exist yeah so enjoy the hope enjoy the journey but don't actually like don't worry about it too much because when you're there it's, it doesn't exist yeah. so it's like i thought that was amazing actually last week this guy yeah i love that Words of wisdom from J.C. Stewart. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for coming down. Thank you for having me. And thank you, as always, um, to Levi's for sorting us out. Big up, Levi's. Yeah. You've been listening to Growing Pains with Elle Devine and J.C. Stewart. Hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow me on Spotify or wherever you find your favourite shows to be updated with each new episode. 